This is episode number nine with Amy O'Meara. Welcome to the Mindset Horizon podcast. My name is Tibor Nard, mindset and performance coach and the founder of Mindset Horizon. The mission of this weekly show is to reveal the disruptive mindset of purpose-driven entrepreneurs, high performers, visionaries, and change makers, so you can transform your mindset, realize your full potential, and execute on your dreams. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now let's get started. Welcome back everyone to the Mindset Horizon podcast. Before introducing today's guest, let me guys tell you a little bit more about the Mindset Nation community, a Facebook group that I highly recommend you to join. In this community, you have the chance to get in touch with other like-minded listeners, the incredible guests on the show, and of course with me, the host himself. You can ask questions, give feedback, and engage in different conversations. On top of that, you will know everything about the most important freebies and takeaways and the latest news about brand new episodes. You can join this community by simply clicking on the link in the show notes or visiting our website, MindsetHorizon.com. So let's dive into the introduction. My guest today is Amy O'Meara, and in this episode, we talk about Amy's incredible transformational and entrepreneurial journey in which we dive really deep into and talk about how someone can cultivate a passion and find meaning in life. Amy talks about how she dug really deep and figured out who she was, what she really wanted, and transformed her life from the inside out after realizing that changing her external environment and moving abroad is just not the answer to her question, why am I not happy? She talks about the struggles she went through and how she ended up starting her own mission-driven business, Life Meant International. She talks about her book that she wrote in 90 days and reveals where podcast listeners can download it for free, so stay tuned. And now a couple of words about Amy. So Amy is an internationally recognized educator, speaker, and best-selling author. She's the founder of LifeMent International, which works to empower both women and children to live lives that encompass growth, fulfillment, and self-development. Inspired by her own personal quest on shattering societal norms, she left public school teaching to live and teach abroad. This shaped her perspectives on reimagining education and empowerment programs through her international lectures and workshops. Amy enjoys traveling, biking, sailing, writing, cooking, and is always in pursuit of new adventures. She lives internationally but calls Florida home. She enjoys spending her time traveling the world and living her life meant. So without further ado, let's welcome today's guest. Hi, Amy, and welcome to the show. Oh my God. Hi, Tibor. I'm so excited to be here and I'm loving your mission. And I can't wait to get started and share with your amazing audience. Yeah, it is such a pleasure to have you on the show. And thank you so much for being here. So you are the founder of LifeMent International, a coaching company with the mission to make a change in the world by impacting the lives of women and children everywhere. And you're also the author of the book Letters to a Jerk, to no bullshit guide through relationships and living a life meant. And we actually had the chance to get to know each other during Mindvalley University, Pula, Croatia, 2019, which was an amazing event. And as far as I know, before writing your book and starting your own coaching business, and also consciously designing your extraordinary life, 
your life meant you lived a so-called ordinary life just like everyone else, having the degree, having the job, having the house, and then something deep inside shifted. So would you tell us a little bit more about your personal transformation and entrepreneurial journey? Of course, my gosh, you know, when we grow up, we're all, you know, destined to follow whatever it is our parents want for us so often. And, you know, at a certain point, I just started questioning that because I had it all. I had that house. I had that job. I, I had the money. I did everything I was supposed to. And I, I looked around and I said, but I'm not happy. I'm like, I don't fit. And, and, and when I say happy, I mean fulfilled. Because, you know, happiness is relative, but fulfillment, when you feel fulfilled, I felt fulfilled, you know, teaching children, I love doing that job, but so much stress came with that. And so and and it was not a way to live life. So I started questioning that. And and that led to that personal transformation. So long before the entrepreneurial journey, it started in a personal transformation journey. And that started, of course, um, after, uh, a triggered like a, a, there was a trigger there's always a trigger and when you have that trigger it kind of like you, we usually change from pain sometimes you know we call that a ken uh, a kensho moment versus a santori moment a santori moment is like you know when you kind of i think i got this i hope i don't have this backwards santori moments when we grow from pain and then kensho is is not when we're growing from pain it's when when we have we're choosing so anyway that personal transformation is what led to me becoming an entrepreneur so how did this personal transformation look like for you would you tell us a little bit more details about that Right. Um, so the, the, the trigger was, you know, I kept, I, I had one, it was, it happened in 2012. There was a bad relationship and it kind of like exploded in my face and all at the same time, I've kind of lost everything, you know, friendships and, and, you know, I had the career, but I was tanking it because of, you know, my, my relationship just ended and, and I just felt lost and, and I just didn't want to do it anymore. And I was sitting there going, Oh my God, what do I want for my own life? This is not how this story needs to end. I can't, this is not the end of this story. And um, I, I, I want to write a different story. I just, it's just that, that, that metaphor just kept coming over and over and over in my head. And I was watching a TED talk by Ian Usher and he wrote a, he uh, basically sold his life on eBay for a new one. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I'm going to sell my life for a new one because this one just sucks right now. <laughs> And, you know, I had this idea, if I change everything on the outside, then I'll, then I'll feel fulfilled and I'll feel happy. And, and then he goes on and, and talking about, you know, set a hundred goals in a hundred weeks. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to set a hundred goals in a hundred weeks and I'm going to do it next in a hundred weeks, like two and a half years. I'm like, I could do that. That sounds doable. And so I started writing out my goals. And, and, and the first one that I saw was I like, I wanted to live abroad and travel abroad. And I was like, well, okay, well, let's start that journey. And, and how do I do that? Well, I'm a teacher. Let's see if I can teach internationally. And seriously, I, I, I sold my entire life. I just sold the entire life. I said, this one sucks. Let me buy a new one. <laughs> and that started that transformational journey of, I can't do this anymore. But what I wasn't knowing at the time was that that was me changing everything on the outside and not the inside. And, um, but it did start that personal transformation of, okay, 
I'm starting to change the world around me, changing the people that are in my life, replacing them with positive people. And I didn't realize it, but that's what I was doing. You know, and and I was replacing it with people that inspired me and and people who pushed me to be better and 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 started to point out that those things that needed to be transformed to me. And hey, did you know this about yourself? That's what living and traveling abroad had done for me, which led me to realize later on, a few years, I, I about four years later, that man, everything that I got went through, I need to teach other people how I did that. Because I don't recommend selling your life and changing everything on the inside. There's an easier way. And I think other people need to know this, and especially women. What do we do after a tragic relationship and everything ends in, and, and, and we feel like it's the end of the world? How do we start up again? How do we make version two of ourselves, or ver- in my case, version 14? <laughs> so, and that is where the entrepreneurial journey began. That's where I decided I'm going to go find my life meant what am I meant to be doing? And that is how the company was formed. And that is how the, you know, the idea came about. And, and I coined that term in like in 2012, hashtag life meant. You can put that in and you can see back my journey, you know, back when I was packing my bags and writing a blog. And I'm like, let's, and it started out with just a blog and packing some bags. And now it's a company and a book and, and it's just transformed. And that's all through basically a personal transformation journey and the entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah, so the personal transformation was before this entrepreneurial journey and the trigger was that relationship. Like, would you go deeper? What what were you experiencing at the time? Why did you actually decide to move abroad? Well, moving abroad is I wanted to expand my horizons. I wanted to expand my, you know, the people that I meet and, and the and the way I'm engaging because with people because cultures change you. And, and, you know, now knowing what I know now, becoming an inner person who traveled internationally, it, you, it changes you from the inside. I had to now learn to grow and make friends very quickly. You know, you learn as an expat living in another country, and especially since I chose to live in the Middle East, you have to learn to survive. And those survival skills and the people you meet, you have to form bonds and connect deeply very quickly. So that was not something I was used to. I wasn't used to being vulnerable and opening up about who I was. And so that became part of that transformational journey. And that shift and that shift out of that mundane thing that I was doing every single day of, you know, this is, you know, the I call it the cog in the wheel of being like, okay, I wake up, I go to work, I do my work, I come home, I go to bed, you know, or, you know, even though you work out and you have friends, there was just nothing that was, you know, different. And that's kind of that, that, that shifted my life, you know, that perspective shifted my life and going, wow, this really opened my eyes that there is more to the world and to life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I also moved abroad three years ago and I had this feeling that my mindset totally shifted when I moved abroad, right? And I had a different mindset in Germany and have a different one in Austria where I live now. Like you said, it's expanding one's horizons, right? I think my personal transformation was very similar to this experience, like moving abroad, experiencing different cultures and mindsets. And back to your story, I was wondering, so why was this really important to you to support women and children with life meant? Such a great question. When I look back at all of this and I said, wow, you know, I had been through 
traumatic relationship after traumatic relationship and I'm going okay this there has to be a common denominator (laughs) oh wait that common denominator is me (laughs) oh oh, crap (laughs) so what should I be learning from all this I kept you know I was tired of asking why and once I started asking the right questions you know of of what is the common patterns what are what's going on here it led me again to that personal growth and transformation journey and when I dug deep into that, I realized that, man, I am not the only woman going through this. Even as I was writing my book and interviewing women and, and really getting into their stories and their stories were all like, there was just something that connected each one of the stories of the women that I've spoken to. And I said, well, gosh, why is women, are we not banding together around this um, and helping our stories be rewritten in the way that they they should be lived, not what has been you know given to us. So so often we think that life happens to us, and it actually happens for us. And you know, shifting that mindset became important to me in helping women realize that there is another mindset that can they can be that they can be using. And what happened was I realized that none of this is stuff we learned when we were young. None of this was taught to us. We weren't taught how to deal with relationships. We weren't taught how to engage and interact with it when we're in relationships, whether that's with friends or, you know, love, like in love. None of this has been taught to us in schools. And it's like, okay, how can I shift this mentality? So, you know, like I said, it was a teacher before I was, you know, I, you know, before I was a life coach and all that stuff, I was a teacher. First and foremost, I am an educator. And I said, well, I want to educate women about this, you know, and it was just a natural shift for me to start educating women about things and that they don't know. And I call it straight talk sessions, the shit your mama didn't tell you, (laughs) you know, and and the women I have, I have a following of our over 200 women already. Um, in a private Facebook group that I coach three times a week. And I just teach them things that our mama didn't tell us. Like, in fact, I just did um, a episode, I'm doing a three part series right now about breakups. Like, how do we deal with it? Or how do we help a friend deal with it? And these are like, these are things that no one tells us. No one tells us this stuff. And, you know, and I know that I deal with just women, but I also have male clients that come to me going, you know, your book may be for women, but I can see so much of the flip side of that. So I I do, you know, I do work with men, but 90% of it is me educating women to stop doing that blame game and saying, okay, what what can I learn? And how do I, how do I take that learning and create a new version of me so I can be better in the next relationship, so I can show up better in the world. So that's what really triggered me to be passionate about it. And then that really stems for now. If we didn't get that education when we were young, why are we not teaching children this stuff? So that became my other passion is as a teacher, I started implementing this stuff with children, not about relation, but how do I communicate? How do I share my emotions? How do I learn what emotions are so that I can express them? You know, and it turned out kids didn't even have the vocabulary for it. I had to teach the vocabulary for them in order to them to express their emotions. So it was so interesting to see that everything that I was dealing with with adult women was like, oh my gosh, I didn't learn this as a child. Uh, you know, around they say that um, you know by the age of seven we've developed our views of of the world and how we interact with people. And I saw what as I as a fourth grade teacher or age nine, I was seeing that I was ha- having to unprogram things. 
like, uh, you know, kids didn't feel like they were enough. So yeah, that's kind of like how that, that all shifted into the entrepreneurial journey that I'm on now, that this needed to be created in the world. Yeah, it's really amazing. And this is really true that it should be a thought in schools, right? It comes down to awareness of your emotions and how you handle these emotions. So it definitely should be taught in schools. And I think in Mindville University, you know, we 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 hear about these things and, and such things are thought. And, and this is why such universities are becoming stronger and getting established. And so focusing on your personal transformation, like what did you actually do during those four years? What did you do to become more aware of your emotions, thoughts? Did you have daily practices? So what did you do? Such a great question because initially I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> I was just, I was like, oh, I've got this whole brand new life. This is so awesome. Look at me. You know, I, I did it. I'm living abroad. I'm, you know, meeting people. But sure enough, within six months to a year, those same emotions came back of feeling like, you know, lonely and, and, and not connected. And I was like, what is going on? And shortly after moving abroad, I, I met someone and, you know, the universe has a funny way of giving you lessons over and over, you know, like uh, title of my book, Letters to a Jerk, Just Experiencing Repeated Karma. <laughs> my karmic lesson came back tenfold. And when I met someone else, I was again, didn't heal the inside. So it was about to be and I didn't know at the time, another life lesson for me about relationships that I really needed to dig deeper. So you know, kind of that relationship went on, and it ended up ending not very well, another, you know, bad ending. And that was during that, that year, it kept I kept questioning everything. Why is this going this way again? And that's when I actually found um, Vishen Lakhiani's book, um, Code of the Extraordinary Mind. And when I read that book, it shifted everything. I started questioning everything and everything about my life. And I'm going, okay, great. Now let's dig deep. And I got so deep into it. And I was like, okay. This is what's going on in relationships. Oh, I see these patterns about myself. And, you know, everything that someone was telling me I wasn't hearing. Okay, why wasn't I hearing that? Oh, I wasn't ready to change. Okay, well, if that needs to change about myself, let's dig into this. And then I started reading book after book. And and, and then I became a Mind Valley member and, and started taking course after course. And like, oh, and, and I just dove into, per, you know, instead of, you know, funny part is, you know, it, it as what my way of dealing with the breakup was really digging into who I was and, and getting to know me. And then I spent the next few years, like next few years getting to know me and getting really personal with, you know, who I am and digging deep and, 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 you know, understanding everything I could about relationships and, and talking to experts and working with experts. And, and, you know, I, I didn't even know I'd be writing a book at that point. <laughs> so this book was actually a joke. This book was a, a, an inside joke. And, you know, it turns out that it was the push I needed. That last relationship was the push I needed to say, hey, you know, something's got to change. And it's not the outside, it's the inside. Yeah, I think awareness is key. Like awareness is the beginning of any kind of transformation. So like who I really am and what I really want to become, who I really want to become and having this vision 
like simply having this vision and clarity, it's really, really important when it comes to, you know, defining your life, your personal life, your professional life. Like, what do you really want to experience having a clear vision for that? Coming from a place of knowing who you are, knowing yourself deep inside. And this is the beginning of the transformation. And your story, your transformation is really, really powerful. And a lot of people can go through such difficulties and, you know, they eventually find their purpose through those difficulties because they start to dig deeper who they truly are and what they really want, right? Yeah. Like that, that finding that purpose, like I know it, 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 it's, it's hard. Like how, what, if, you know, you sit there and go, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? Well, when you did, and, and, and this is how I found my purpose. I dug into who I was and really got deep into, you know, taking what I was good at my, you know, being an educator and, and combining with like, my love of speaking and um, love of, you know, making jokes. And I was like, well, how can I combine all these loves together and all this shit I just learned because people need to know this stuff because the more women I spoke to the more women are like well, how where'd you learn that I, I don't know that and, and it just became this thing where I'm like wow I really need to, to do this and and the thing is is breakups are hard relationships you know the, the, a lot of things that we go through especially if we're in love and, and it ends and and sometimes it doesn't end the best way that can be really difficult. And so I thought, well, if I could take this and make it lighter for us so we could learn, then I can really reach women and, and really make them realize that it doesn't have to be so hard and it doesn't have to be so bad. Yeah, exactly. And and back to purpose and passion, I think sometimes it's the misuse of the language. Like some people might say finding a passion or finding a purpose and this is not something we should find. This is something, um, you know, we should pursue or or generate or something like that, right? I love the word cultivate. Oh, yeah, like yeah, cultivate. yeah. That's the right word to use. Yeah. I love to cultivate it because like, you, like you're saying is I took things that I was already doing, like things that I already loved and cultivated it into that passion it that passion and purpose didn't exist i had to cultivate it from things i love like okay how do i take comedy and teaching and informing women and i put it all into one <laughs> and you know it doesn't come like that but over time you just start thinking about that stuff and you're actually cultivating and putting energy into that and and lo and behold the universe answers it 90 percent of the time like oh here you go that's what i was talking about yeah, so cultivate is a great word. Like cultivate a passion, and 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 this is something that you are interested in. Uh, for me, for example, coaching or personal development, and you go deeper into that, and then you cultivate this passion. But it happens over time. But you need to start and do it. So you need to be interested in something. Uh, this is when curiosity comes in play. So this is something you are curious about. You are interested about. And you start to go deeper and deeper. And purpose is something more intangible. Like for me, it's being the light for people, which means inspiring people to pursue a passion and create a life that is meaningful and living a life with fulfillment. And these words are actually very abstract, right? So for example, let's say happiness. It's a very abstract word. It can mean different things for different people. So that's why it is really important to know 
what happiness means to you. It's the same with success, right? So what does it mean to you to be successful? What does it mean to you to to be happy, to reach happiness, whatever it is? 100% because, you know, like when I think happiness, I think fulfillment because you know, happiness is a really abstract concept that people have really just like, what is happiness, you know? But when, I, when you feel fulfilled, you can experience joy and happiness and all the emotions that come with it. And, you know, when you're trying to find your purpose, I mean, you'll, you'll go crazy trying to figure out, oh, my God, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? What's my purpose on the planet? But when you're busy cultivating your passions, it turns out that your purpose just kind of falls into your lap. It's like if we're so I find a lot of people lose the fulfillment and, and happiness because they're like, what's my purpose? You know, what is the purpose of me doing all that instead of experiencing and going through, you know, especially as an entrepreneur? it's a road and it's a journey of bumps and bruises and, and you're going to make mistakes and that's completely okay because I, you know, you learn from every one of those mistakes and you're like, Ooh, I won't do that again. Or, Oh my gosh, that was a great decision. I got to make sure I do more of that, you know? And, and as you're cultivating, you know, your passion and, and being coming an entrepreneur, this is when the purpose kind of just eventually just like aligns and goes, Oh, that's why I'm doing all this. All right, so you had the personal transformation and the entrepreneurial journey. So when did you start to put this together and build this company? You're going to be shocked at the answer to that. <laughs> and most people are shocked at my personal answer, but I, I think I'm in that 1% category. But literally, I wrote my book in 90 days. Because after my first year at Mindvalley U Tallinn, I sat in these things going, these are the two people that A, need to be my mentors. And this is my mission. I had no idea this was my mission because everything that led up to that moment, that year of what was that, um, what is that, 2018? Yeah, 2018, Mind Valley U, that summer, it shifted everything. It's like all the work I had been doing from 2012 to 2018 was just like, this is why I had to go through all this. This is, this was, this is my mission. And, you know, it took two inspiring people. One was Nita, Nita Bushin. I, and she, you know, did this presentation of, you know, your next chapter could be the next part of your life. And I'm like, yeah, I can, I get this. And, you know, uh, Lee Spire, she, we were sitting in this work writing workshop. She goes, Amy, that's the book you need to write. And I'm going, she goes, it lights you up. You talk about it, you light up. She goes, that needs to be written. So between those two people, I said, yeah. And in 30 minutes, I had a book outlined and, and, and an idea. And I walked straight up to Nita and I said, look, I have this idea. I'm going to pitch it to you and I need you to be my mentor. Because I say this thing, don't, you know, don't wait for a mentor to come to you. And, and, and you find the mentor, climb under their wing and allow them to mentor you. And, you know, seek them out. Don't wait for them to come to you. Go seek them out, climb under their wing and do whatever you got to do to be in their, in their, you know, in their world. And I pitched my idea. She's like, man, I don't take on one-to-one -one clients, but this is brilliant. This needs to be in the world. I will work with you one-to-one, -one. you know, she goes, understand that I'm pregnant and I don't normally do this, but if you're willing to work around all that, I will work with you. I'm just like, yes. And, <laughs> and from August 1st to December 1st, we worked 
side by side and she coached me through the entire book. And then when she realized that there was emotions coming out through the book, she's like, you need to call this person and get this person to coach you through, through these emotions. And, and you need to do this. I mean, she was not only the content coach and, and the business coach and my mentor, she also know, knew what I needed when I needed it. You know, she's like, okay, I'm not dealing with that here. Go get this type of life coach. And okay, you need this person. And it changed everything. And while I'm writing the book in those 90 days, I'm building the business. So the book, that was August 1st of what, 2018. The book launched February 19th of 2019. And also the business launch, the the website and the business launched in um, January. And from that point, it was exponential growth within six months. And yeah. uh, And because I was passionate and I had that mission, I'm like, I need this out in the world. And what happened through all of that was, um, remember, I said there were two people that really inspired me that summer. One was Nina Ocean, the other was Jason Goldberg. And oddly, literally two weeks before my book was about to publish and my mentorship with Nita was about to end, Jason just kind of popped up back into my world. And I was like, wait, whoa, that's the other person that's supposed to be my guide. And I like, I t- texted him and I called him up. I'm like, I, um, you need to be my mentor. How do I make that happen? <laughs> And and he just got on the phone right away and he's like, Amy, oh my God, where did you come from? <laughs> I'm like, um, you are my guide because he's the wit and the humor that I needed. He was that next step. And through his program, who I actually now um, actually do community managing for, through his program, it, it changed my business another tenfold. I learned how to engage audience. So if I had to give advice to entrepreneurs starting out, find the people that are going to mentor you and force you to grow at an exponential rate and get you uncomfortable. Wow, that is really, really interesting. And the book is called Letters to a Jerk, The No Bullshit Guide to Relationships and Living a Life Meant. So did you start with the book or with the coaching? Oh, a great question, because the coaching actually started way before that. <laughs> um, as I started diving into personal growth, um, I was doing my coaching certification. Because I was like, if I'm going to be helping women and children, I need to have this coaching language. I need to understand that. So that actually like that kind of came first. But I did that more of just to have the language and the understanding. It was like kind of going to school so that I could coach myself. <laughs> so it, it just became this weird love that I did on my own that I didn't even realize I was doing. And I was like, oh, well, I should probably get a certification in this because, you know, in, in my world, you, you get certifications and things. <laughs> you know, I have degrees. So if I have degrees, I need certifications. You know, I didn't really realize that, you know, all the work I was be doing was was far more than my certification, you know, all the research that went in and the books that I've read. So, um, which is where a lot of my advice comes from is because I'm so widely read and, in, in, you know, and the expert in the area because of my own things that I was going through. I didn't realize that that's what ended up making me the expert that I was is 
this whole time I was making myself an expert. <laughs> so when the book came about, it was just like, oh, I just need to finish the certification. Like I've done all the coursework, you know, I've done all the coaching, I've, I've done worked with people. I just need this actual hours so that, you know, I can get the piece of paper that goes with it. <laughs> so um, that's when I, I started like taking on clients, uh, sh- uh, uh, w- like while I was, you know, writing the book and, you know, absolutely insane. I was writing a book, starting a business, working a full-time job teaching and taking on clients. <laughs> so it was a lot of sleep. It was eight months of like straight nonstop work. I didn't go out weekends. You know, it was, uh, my friends were like, are, do you exist? I'm like, I do. You can stop by and visit anytime, but I can't go out. Just so, um, you know, I, it was me putting, if I truly wanted to do this in a year, cause that was my mission was to do this in a year was to leave my job and, and just full time step into my speaking. Cause I, you know, I'm trying to do it all. And I was like, one, one of the things got to go. And that was my full-time career. So I made a full-time, I made the final switch this past June into not doing two worlds anymore. <laughs> and um, so it's been an exponentially wonderful journey. I have beautiful client lists of people I'm working with, but that book was the catalyst for change. It's like the best business card I could ever have was like, taking and, and and any entrepreneur this is a great way whether it's just a short book whether it's just a guide of something that you know that people need to know writing a quick book and being it and publishing it on amazon is a great business card you know and um it, it it's of course mine's a lot deeper and bigger it, it's an it's an actual full on book that you go through and you learn from and and it will take you to finding your patterns and and I'll explain more about that in a minute but but you can do something simple as an entrepreneur and get that message out there as well and this can be your you know way you get to people yeah you know i think this topic like writing a book can be really really interesting because nowadays there are so many different ways to write a book right I mean, I know a website, it's called scribewriting.com and they basically help you put a book together and, and there are ghostwriters as well that you can use. So they help you with editing and publishing and everything that you can imagine. So many avenues. There's so many avenues. In my case, it's a lot different because, you know, I, I, I became this expert in it. But you're right, 100%. You know, I chose this insane mission of writing a, like a full on. My book is 230 pages. I mean, that's 80,000 words in 90 days. That's insane. That is not, I would not recommend it to any sane person ever. <laughs> you know, take six months to write a book, but set timelines because I know so many people saying, oh, I'm going to write a book. I'm writing a book. I'm writing a book. They've been saying they've been writing a book for four years. I'm like, just r- sit down and write the book. How do I do that? You set time aside every single day. Outline it. Okay, I'm going to write chapter one this week. I'm going to write chapter two this week. You know, it's like it, 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 if you have to actually physically schedule it. Or 
you want to write a little guide. Schedule that deep work time where you're writing that guide. Use one of those websites or one of those, you know, like that ask you questions, you know, get involved in things. You know, I'm, I'm doing an Ignite book. Um, I'm writing a chapter for someone else's book. And then I know I have another book coming out, but I'm not writing that one in 90 days. I'm taking a year to write that one. <laughs> so, but I set a goal and a timeline. Yeah, timelines are really, really great things, especially when a goal is, is really big and, you know, can be overwhelming. Chunking down to smaller actionable steps and putting it on a timeline is really something that can help. And so back to your book, like, what's the mission of this book? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So this is, so let's dive into Are we ready to dive into the book? Because uh, once we go here, we may never come back. <laughs> All right, letters to a jerk, and jerk is an acronym, and my, the readers learned this uh, shortly out in part two of the book. So jerk stands for just experiencing repeated karma. And, you know, I realized that um, this is based in psychology, um, and there's I, I discovered 12 jerks that you could possibly meet in your dating life, the ones that are going to cause you pain, the ones that can bring things to you that you don't want to experience, you know, and I'm not saying, and this is the cool part, men are not jerks. <laughs> and this is what men love about this book is I'm like, no, you're not the jerk. We are. <laughs> and women get shocked because what do you mean? I'm not a jerk. Yes. You're just experiencing repeated karma. You are the common denominator in every single relationship you ever have in your life. So that, and the reason I call it the no bullshit guide is because I rip off the bandaid. I'm honest. I'm truthful. I'm, I, it's kind of like the slap in the face that we should, you know, like, okay, enough's enough. You're a people pleaser. Let's move. Let's, let's deal with this and, and start having better relationships. You know, I take off the bandaid and just rip it off instead of this whole dancing around the, you know, but I do it with humor and love and always love of the self and teaching women to be kind to themselves as they start to discover their patterns. And so it goes from realizing traits to understanding the self to building your to building the new version of you. So it's kind of a three-part book. So in part one of the book, um, the women learn that uh, it's fun. It's fun. The, I love the first part because it's letters to jerks. It's 12 jerks. There's, you know, the aloof jerk, the bad boy jerk, the jealous jerk, the ghosting jerk. You know, there's 12 of them. I don't want to spoil all of it. But I wrote a letter to each one of them. And the letters kind of outline what, what, you, what we go through if we're in this type of relationship. And I've had women say to me, oh, my God, that was my ex-husband. Oh, my gosh, that was my, my last relationship. And the cool part is, is, you know, it's part my relationship, but it's also all the stories I've collected from women around the world. So I've channeled them all into one letter. So you can be like, oh my gosh, that is, so, and now you're, you're, you're activated. You're angry. Yes. That's the pattern I've been through. Yes. Because what I want to do is bring that back up for you so you can heal it. So in part two of the book, I explain the concept of just experiencing repeated karma. And I teach you, we go back to each one of those jerks. I teach you the traits that you would experience, the red flags, becoming aware, bringing awareness to something you weren't aware of. 
And then going, what is the flip side of that? Why do I keep attracting that jerk? Okay, well, I keep attracting the aloof jerk that isn't available. And, you know, because I actually am not available. I've been hurt so much that I've shut myself down. And this is what's going on now. And this is why I keep bringing. So how do I, you know, okay, this is what needs to think. So basically in part two of the book, at the end of each one, I teach you how to avoid it, but I also teach you how to de-jerk. <laughs> like, how do I find the patterns in my relate? How do I find my relationship patterns? So after part two, you've identified, you've patterned your entire relationship from beginning to end, from your first one. Maybe that was when you were 18 to the one where you are now. Or maybe the book is just informational and then now you can avoid those. They don't. That doesn't have to happen to you because... You know, like me, I realized, oh, crap, I'm a people pleaser. That's got to change. <laughs> and that's why I always bring that one up, because I was a total people pleaser in relationships, like whatever you want. And and what was happening is I was getting walked all over and taken advantage of. And, and that didn't come from them. That came from me. And 100% of how I was showing up was 100% of how they were showing up and 100% of how what I was attracting. So once we find the patterns, I teach you how to heal the, in, in part three, you teach, you learn how to heal that pattern and you learn forgiveness. You learn gratitude. You learn how to build your new life. You learn, and this is my favorite part, how to define your non-negotiables, your boundaries, your line in the sand for you. And when I say non-negotiables, I don't mean expectations of someone else. I mean your non-negotiables for you. Because non-negotiables and expectations are two different concepts. So expectations, you know, you get an expectation hangover. But when you're clear what you want and who you are and where you draw that line in the sand, that's how you build your best self. So when that's all done, now let's build the ver best version of you. And that's when I bring them into my Facebook group. And I'm, now I'm educating you of, okay, this is how you build your self-esteem. This is how you have a good morning practice. Okay, you had a breakup. Here's how you deal with it. So, you know, the book is just the beginning of your journey. Everything else is extension of your education. I also teach you the eight steps of building how are you going to educate yourself in the future? So two things that get created out of the book are the relationship agreement with yourself and then um, creating your life meant. So you not only have a vision for your future, you also have agreements in place for as you move forward into relationships. And they're both living documents that can change. Wow. Part three of the book is really powerful, like, you know, building your life meant. And actually all three parts are really, really great. And, you know, through this book like creating awareness and analyzing and transforming patterns uh as far as i know there are a lot of tools in the book right 100 there's tools step-by-step -step directions like i'm not just telling you i'm walking you through the process and that was my thing is i was so tired of reading books where like oh you're telling me what's wrong with me great <laughs> do I do now? Great. I'm a people pleaser. What do I do? Right. And so, but what do I do? But you know what? And while, while you're he healing, you know, that stuff you have to heal, that takes time. But what am I doing in the meantime while I'm doing that? And that's what I'm, that's what the book is about is how do I set myself up for success while I go start working on these things about myself? And that's what 
that's the shortcut. You know, you don't have to spend the six or seven years that it took me to learn all this stuff. I'm shortcutting it for you. Life hack, you know, <laughs> it's a total life hack. But honestly, it's a journey. The book is a journey to you. It's a, it's a journey back to who you are. In, and in everybody's journey has been different. And the great part is, is uh, uh, I end up with coaching clients and they're like, can you support me on this journey? And I say that throughout the book. If you want support, I'm here. If you want support, here's my Facebook group. If you want even deeper support, I'm here. Just let me know what you need. I'm completely accessible by, you know, Facebook. You can Facebook message me and say, hey, you know, and, and I'm there and I talk to you. I never leave my readers hanging. I, I What book do you know that your that your authors right there for you yeah wow amazing clarity is really important like what do i really want to experience in a relationship who do i want to become in a relationship and i think these exercises can really help people have this clarity uh mindfulness and meditation absolutely and the other ones in the book as well and as far as i know there are some exclusive bonuses in the book that you offer so, so what are those bonuses? Oh, that's such a, such a great question again. Oh my God. I love your questions. They really dig deep. Um, and, and I like what you said, you know, there's exercises in the book because it's not just like, Oh great. I'm going to meditate and feel better. No, that, that shit does. <laughs> if you're not doing the whole package, you know, you simply meditating every day is not gonna, got gonna work. There's so much more to it. But so often when once we become aware, we don't know how to fix it. And then we end up in the same situation over and over. And that's why I helped you create the relationship agreement yourself. I teach you like these are my non-negotiables. This is how I'm going to educate myself. And this is my support team. So I actually help you create that. And so in as part of the bonus, you get an actual template to do that. It's a digital document that you can type in that can be a living document. It's a digital version of the most important concept in, in the book and having access to this agreement. I love, I have mine. I still have mine up on the wall and I remember the original one. I mean, of course it's had many, many versions since then, but it's so funny because I never had a boundary and like, I didn't know what my non-negotiable was in relationships. And that was like friendships, work relationships and personal, like, you know, love relationships. Now I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, that's, uh, that, that doesn't work for me. And here, you know, I, I, I never had that before. Also, one of the bonuses you get, a, uh, it's called the letter to the original jerk. Who was the first person that triggered this? And you'll find that through analyzing your patterns. And now there's a template where you get to write it because um, the thing is, is you should write the letter, but never send it. <laughs> and that's kind of the concept we, I started with. These are all letters that never got sent, but they're healing. It's part of the healing journey and letting that go. It's part of it. And I take you through that whole process. Plus, um, there's the guided meditation audio because uh, some people are just starting out. They may have never heard this before. You and I were in this world of personal growth and development, but some people are like, what, what the hell is meditation? <laughs> I don't have time for this. I've got three kids. I like, where am I going to put this in? Like, and I teach talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? It's weird. Who are these hippies? <laughs> it's like, new age people. I can't handle it. So, 
And this, and that's what this book is for. It's, it's the awareness and the awakening of, of the everyday person. And so uh, they also get guided intentions and the manifesting audio. You're like, wait, what's intentions? What are manifestations? I talk about that in the book and, and, and how am I creating my intentions for the future? I always say don't set goals because goals are pass or fail. But intentions are things that you work towards and you never like have that guilt like, oh, my gosh, I didn't meet my goal. No, I have the intention to be a better person. And every day you're working toward that intention. And it's so much easier on your soul. <laughs> so also people get the eight minute forgiveness audio. I had to do a ton of forgiveness. I mean, you're talking 12 relationships and, and an original jerk and finding out, you know, there was a lot of narcissism in my life. And that took a lot of work, not only with a coach, but um, because of it being emotional abuse, I did have to work with a therapist in the past. And then I did therapy, but that never really worked for me. It wasn't until I started working with a coach that specialized in it that I was able to move forward. So a lot of deep work. But what they taught me was forgiveness. <laughs> so I've created an eight-minute forgiveness video to get you started. <clears throat> and and my favorite part, of course, um, is crafting your life meant. There's an eight-video series that you get access to. So when you get a copy of the book, which I will be giving your listeners for, you can download the Kindle version for free. I will be giving you a website later on and they can have access to all that stuff by sending an email to support at lifement.com. And the best part is you get access, you know, you get access to that eight video series that will walk you through creating your life, life meant after you've read the book and like, what do I do now? And beyond that, you always have access to my Facebook tribe and becoming a part of, you know, the talk, the mission, you know, already 200 women are talking about this and getting like, okay, oh my gosh, why didn't they teach me that? Can I share this with my friend? I'm like, well, bring them into the group and now they can be part of it. And, and spreading that message is, is huge of us women. We can rewrite our stories. This is not, and, and I said this in the beginning, this is not how the story has to go. You don't have to live in that sadness. You can rewrite anything you want. Yeah, absolutely. Together on that journey and a Facebook group, a community supporting each other. Well, actually, I would love to go deeper into those topics, forgiveness, gratitude, meditation. But we are actually coming to the end of this episode. So before I ask my last question, tell people where they can get in touch with you online. Such a great way to move forward because we could talk about forgiveness and, <laughs> and gratitude for days. So if people want to get in touch with me, um, uh, my website is www.lifement.com. That's L-I-F-E-M-E-A-N-T.com. And when you get there, you'll see you can access the stuff for the book. You can, and then there'll be a link to the Facebook tribe. Um, but I did want to give your readers a free access to the Kindle version of the book. Um, you know, if they if they want to purchase it, you know, there there is the link on the website under book. But if you want to get a free copy and downloaded for your Kindle, your 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 listeners can go to www dot life meant forward slash podcast 
and there they will be able to sign up and get a download of the Mobi file for your Kindle. And it will walk you through all the steps. And if you want to follow me on Facebook, that's Amy O'Meara, and that's O-M-E-A-R-A. And on Instagram, it is Amy underscore Life Mint. And again, Life Mint is L-I-F-E-M-E-A-N-T. Wow. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I'm sure that the listeners will be very happy to download your incredible book for free. So Mindset Nation, if you want to download Amy's incredible book, just go ahead and visit lifeman.com forward slash podcast, or you can find the link in the show notes of this episode. And so my last question is, where do you see yourself and your business in 10, 20 years time? Like what is your vision and mission? Oh, I love this question. Um, and I do have that vision and mission. Um, um, one other thing is if you just want to get access to the book, you can just go to letters to a jerk.com as well. But as I see myself, you know, this business and, and this mission moving forward in the next 10 years, um, I'm actually getting ready to write my second book. And the second book will be letters to a bully, which will access children right? Letters to a Bully and Bully stands for Believing Untruths and Lessons Learned Young. And in order to fight a bully, you need to be your own hero. And a hero is having extreme resilience outspoken. And so that book is already outlined and the first chapter is already written because in 10 years, I see this being curriculum taught to children. How do I stand up and become my own hero? Because when I'm my own hero in my life, I build the strongest self I can be. And when we're building our strongest self from a young age, then we as women, when we grow up, we're not going through these traumatic relationships because we are, we have a strong sense of self. So in 10 to 20 years, I see this being a full on, you know, life where this is a curriculum that's being taught about life so that children don't, especially young girls, don't grow up to be not strong in who they are in a sense of self, because that when we don't have a strong self, a sense of self, that's when we invite these things into our lives that don't serve us. Wow. What an incredible mission, Amy. I wish you good luck with all these aspirations and thank you so much for being on the show. Well, thank you so much for allowing me to come on and share my message and, and, and the journey What is up, Mindset Nation? Thank you so much for listening. And I really hope this episode's been highly valuable to you. And if so, please make sure to spread the word and share this episode with your friends. We are on a mission to build this community of Mindset Nation. So please make sure to go to iTunes, go to Stitcher and support us by rating and reviewing the show. And don't forget to subscribe as well. For more information about Mindset Horizon, simply visit our website MindsetHorizon.com and sign up to our weekly newsletter to get the latest information about new episodes, Mindset Transforming freebies, tips and insights. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, leave us a message, we'd love to get in touch with you and hear more about you. Alright guys, thank you so much for listening, take care and be limitless my friends.